Welcome, listeners, to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. We've created a new audio series, the Working Experience Masterclass, focused on advice to master skill, improve your life, and conquer work. Each podcast is short, roughly 10 minutes of actionable advice to push you forward in the game of life. Are you ready to hustle to an enlightened full life? Then buckle up and let the value pour into your ears. The working experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. Y'all need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Man, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. Need to stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. flipping his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Matty Kay. And John, and it is Master Class Time. Yeah, it seems like our listeners are enjoying something we're doing. Something, yeah. I think of myself as a Mr. Miyagi-ish uh, type guru, sort of Dalai Lama, maybe. Something like that, right? Ooh, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I like I like those that little word salad. Yeah. You, um, I, I definitely see you as a guru definitely. in your second life. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, I'm reinventing myself right now. For Always reinventing. For my post-50s. You know, I turn 47 pretty soon, so it's only three years to 50. And then... Uh, yeah, with, with the uh, bottle of pills <laughs> and the toupee. That's what I'm waiting to come. No, I need one Just of those... Just shaking. I need one of those things that has your Monday pills, your Tuesday pills, you know, it puts them oh, in order yeah. to remind you. Yeah. The, the big one, like the one you get in Costco that can hold like 50 pills a day. Yeah. Well, our, our master class today uh, is very, very fitting for uh, John and I because it's on how to spot a narcissist. And one way you could spot a narcissist is the fact that they do a podcast in which they think they're so funny and enlightening and have all their little witty asides, uh, grandiose. Yeah, and both thinking ones. about becoming gurus. Yes. Essentially. Only, right. Yeah. Only a narcissist would call himself the Dalai Lama. That I mean, that's... <laughs> Just <laughs> the second coming when there is no evidence to support that whatsoever. What zero? Well, Matt, when you create your own reality, what evidence do you need? I don't need any. It's dare my reality. I ask? Yeah, there it is. The evidence is my reality. There it is. Um, chances are most of you have run into a narcissist. Chances are. Uh, most of you have probably worked for a narcissist, maybe been in a relationship with a narcissist, married to a narcissist. Uh, it's not somebody who is just self-centered. I mean, we're all self-centered to a degree. But um, I read the definition of it. And this is a person with a narcissistic personality disorder or NPD, is in love with not themselves, but they're in love with an idealized grandiose image of themselves and it it involves a pattern of self-centered arrogant thinking and behavior a lack of empathy for others and an excessive 
need for admiration. Well, they yeah, just nailed. Yeah. I mean, that that's us boiled down. And, 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 and you know, sense. also too, there's levels. You know, in this, like you could be like a level one narcissist, like well, dare I say, the uh, the president of the United States of America. Uh, he may certainly fall under this uh, paradigm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or you could just have narcissistic tendencies. Maybe you're dabbling in it. You're playing in that pond. Well, when I was younger, uh, definitely, and I, I think a lot of people in their 20s probably, and, and, and in their teens, but you know, you, like being a filmmaker, being a writer, being famous, you know, and this and that. And it's, uh, then you, I started to realize like, look, like, do you want to be a writer or do you want to be famous? Do you want to be a filmmaker or do you want to be famous? It's not about being famous. Um, unfortunately, our culture, this is it. Getting likes on Facebook, getting likes on Instagram, followers on Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok. This is all geared toward the narcissistic tendency. Yeah, I, or otherwise you're crying yourself to sleep. That's all it is. I mean, seriously, on Instagram... Literally, you get money the more likes you get. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I like the uh, calling up your friends and asking them to like your posts. Yeah. I like that. The, the force like. And then calling them again and demanding that you like your posts. Yes. Whenever I go to the search page on Instagram, the only thing that pops up, 98% are scantily clad women. <laughs> honestly i can't get rid of this page i'm like looking for i don't know big time tommy or i'm looking for some artist it always pops up to pay to picture after picture after picture of scantily clad women who are now this is what somebody informed me of they're looking for likes because if you get over a certain amount of likes you can start to make money from that, is that right that's how it works now yeah. I, I saw, I see women who have like, I don't know, 20,000 likes. And apparently that's just a drop in the bucket. That's nothing. That's drop nothing. in the bucket. Will get you nothing. And it's like, wow, does anything else feed people's low self-esteem or neuroticism or sense of narcissism than that? It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Perfect. Taking pictures. It's a perfect cocktail. You know what I like to do is I, I see... Uh, or Mercedes S-Class, or Jaguar, 2020 Jaguar, and I, I kind of stand in front of it and take a picture of myself and put it on there like, living the good life. I don't say I own it. I just say living the good life. I mean, could you imagine, like, if you were, like, 18 years old, and this was before the cell phone, and you took a camera and took selfies of yourself, got them developed and it came home and your dad opened up that role and looked at it what would be his first thought i have a serial killer for a son that, that yes is, yeah and you would you probably get smacked upside the head how about he this? had to pay 10 bucks to develop that film how about this people come to your home there's five photo albums on your coffee table oh what are these travel they're all pictures <laughs> of you every single one of them is a picture of you. Yep. There's like 500 of them. And you're just... Yeah, you only, you only print out photos of yourself. But that's what people... That's what inst, that's what the phones are. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's insane. 
Um, so, th- you know, that that's probably a, a light. You know, we're all, I mean, if, if all of those people had NPD, have NPD, we're in serious trouble. These are people who really uh, take it to another level. And again, it's it's not... I mean, if you want to be successful at business, you gotta you got to put out a certain image. And as long as you understand that it's BS. Like, you know, you might rent a plane for a day. I think you worked on a project like this. The guy, like, had rented it. Yes. A, yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. You know, an actor. They, they got to do that stuff. It's just the way that it is. You know, an entrepreneur. Yeah, but, you know, certain, you know, certain people understand the game. Right. You know, exactly. and they know game, they right. have to put on the facade and right. they don't. You know, place their self worth in that. They just know. Look, this is the way. You know what's what's the uh, saying? Don't hate the player, hate the game, kind yeah. of thing. They're just playing the game. You got to promote yourself, and it can be kind yeah. of embarrassing, but you know, to some people, and and, and people who have a, a good self view of themselves will joke about how ridiculous it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. But these people, the narcissistic personality disorder people, they really believe it. Um, So if you're working with somebody or you're dating somebody and you're kind of trying to gauge this, these are some things to look for. And this is not what I came up with. I did some research on this. So number one, uh, has a grandiose sense of self-importance and an unrealistic sense of superiority. So again, their self-importance is based on nothing. They don't own a company. They don't. Uh, they don't play for a, a professional sports team or anything like that. I've noticed some people will put themselves on par with a celebrity and sort of act like they don't like that celebrity because that celebrity does stuff. It's like you're not even in that person's world. Like, what are you talking about? You know, yeah, like, or they're or they're better than someone like LeBron James, right? Yeah, who, who for the past you know couple of decades has proved himself to be, if not the best, one of the top three or four or five basketball players that have ever played the game. Right. Um, I've had more than one person say to me, "I'm an awesome actor," saying about themselves, <laughs> and they've never. And I'm not kidding; they've never acted in anything. I'm like, well, why would you think you're an awesome actor? I don't understand. And why would you just say that about yourself? Well, it's the same thing as like someone who thinks they're funny and they can do (laughs) stand-up. They have no idea what it takes to be a stand-up comedian. It's literally 10 years of just getting destroyed until you can find a voice. Well, the narcissistic personality disorder would never last because they just don't. they, They don't. No. No, they would never laugh. Because the reality would is crushing right there in front of you. Everybody's not laughing. They're booing you and heckling you, and that would be that. Um, lives in a fantasy world that supports their delusions of grandeur. So again, they, I mean, this is just like lying, you know. They, and again, this is online personalities. People put this stuff on, you know, Facebook and Instagram, and it, it's only the good stuff. And even that, some of it's not true. And they, they really believe that. Um you know, I mean, I don't think people really should be going on social media and posting their divorces and bankruptcies and all of that. You know, I mean, some people do. Some people do get on there. No, no. Some people overshare. It. Yeah. Um, but then some people who, you know, they're, they're constantly pushing this 
amazingly perfect life that they have and it's like well, that's not really the way see you know. see my take on social media is i want people guessing if i'm still alive be right. like is john still alive right he hasn't posted <laughs> in three years that that's the question i want in everyone's mind i just want cats i want cat videos <laughs> that's what i want that's it out of social media I don't want your political opinions. I don't care about your family or anything like that. Just cats. No, cats. Um, number three definitely applies to both of us here. Needs constant praise and attention. Oh, <laughs> yes. Check that box. <laughs> Admiration. I need. I can't stand criticism. I can't take it. I just tune that person no. out. Yeah. I, uh, it, the inkling of criticism, you have zoned out. Well, I start complaining, and it's like a stand-up comedian. The audience doesn't laugh. I blame the audience. What a bunch of idiots. Oh, always. (laughs) It's a tough audience. They're terrible. Uh, Sense of entitlement? Definitely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) I am entitled to that. And there's a lot of people out there. They think, for no reason, for absolutely no reason, no effort on their part, no particular skill they possess or hard work or anything. They just, I don't know, seem to think they're entitled to. Well, so, so the next one, I got a good story with this. Exploits others without guilt or shame. We were over uh, Labor Day weekend. We were over at a friend's house. And one of the dads was working for this guy who had this like really successful business. He was like 75 years old. He brings him in. He's like, look, if you work for me for two years, I will literally hand over the business to you. It's like, I'm old. I want to retire down to Florida. And it was like a huge like financial business. He goes there for two years, works his butt off. At the end of two years, he's like, no, I'm not giving you the business. Ugh. Just totally destroys the guy. Not, the, not even an inkling of guilt yeah. of... You know, and this guy was working like 80, 90, 100 hours a week, didn't see his family because, you know, he was putting it all. He wasn't, he was still getting great compensation, but it was like the potential of leading this business. And he's just like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. And this was like, I don't know, it was like four years ago. And he did it again to another guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I just. I wouldn't do those things, not really out of a sense of being a good person. I just, I don't really want enemies like that who might try to burn my house down with me in it. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's like a real enemy. Oh, yeah. Like, you've you've created an enemy for life. Yes, and that person will take great pleasure in your downfall. Uh, yeah. And the last one here, a lot of sociopaths do this. You know, they demean people, they intimidate people, they bully people. They belittle others. John does that constantly to me. Uh, of course. You've all heard the podcast. Everything I say is stupid. Oh, you, I mean, you have to you hear know. before we get on the air. Oh, it's just constant <laughs> threats and demeaning language. After the podcast, I'm usually in tears. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and, and that I, makes John you feel know, good about himself. You know. I, I blame all our poor podcasts on Matt. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he was just goofing, laughing it up, <laughs> you know, not a care in the world. So all our underperforming podcasts are all Matt's fault. 
I like it when people make up stuff that other people are saying about you. Like, oh, we, we got, you know, some bad reviews and they mentioned you specifically. Oh, Matt, that's that's when it, that's like Classic. the ace in my hole. Yeah, that, that's a little bit of embellishment. I and I'll, I'll pull in people that weren't even there. Oh, yeah. Tim was there. Yeah, he yeah. was there. Yeah. He said, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I, I worked for somebody who would do that. She'd say like, oh, well, you know, so and so said this about you that you were doing this. I'm like. Really? At first, I'm like, seriously? And then we start talking, myself and this other person. It kind of, She never said that. She was like, what are you talking about? I worked for Classic. someone who was, I mean, he was definitely a narcissist, but he was a compulsive liar. He would lie when there was no real reason to lie. <laughs> Do you know that. what I mean? So you couldn't <laughs> tell, like, if he was telling the truth or not. Like, he would just, like... And it wasn't like everything was a lie, but there was no pattern to it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, what did you have for dinner last night? Uh, pasta when he had steak. Yeah. Like, why would you? Or he's have... like, you know, who, who did you go out with? And he'll just throw in someone that wasn't there. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? And, and it made note, like, why don't you just tell you went out with Tim and Pete? Yeah. Like, why are you throwing Nick in there? He wasn't there. A mutual friend of ours said, uh, he got a visit from Human Resources. A complaint had been filed against him that he was screaming at this woman in a meeting. Started screaming at her. <laughs> and our friend, I'll call him Tim, said... Now, there were five other people at this meeting. Human Resources had already spoken to these people. And they said, well, we know. We just have to have this conversation with you. They'd spoken with the other five people. That never happened. Like, what... Like, why would you tell a lie like that when it's clearly, like, you know? How bad is it to work in human resources? I know. when You, you have, to, have to follow yeah. these BS rules. I know. And then you have to, like, call up people and just, like, oh, it's And then you want terrible. to sit. I would want to sit down with that woman and say, why would you say this when there are five other people in the room who are clearly going to say this didn't happen? Like why? Oh, that's I, when you—that's when you stick to your guns, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you're confronted. You stick to your—you stick to your story. And apparently, this woman made other complaints about other people that were easily proven not true, and she eventually got transferred to some other place. For like, wow, these people are—and you know, this is a college-educated person. This is you know, nah. whatever. So uh, to wrap it up. Um, if this is a personal relationship, get away. These people never get better. There's no talking to them. There's no reasoning with them. Just get away from yeah, them. Not only get away, run. Yeah, run. You should run the other way. Get out. You, Unders you're not going to be able to fix this person. No. Your needs will never be fulfilled. These people are not looking for a partner. They're looking for someone to dominate. So it's never going to get better. Um, just, you know, if you're dating this person look how they treat other people how do they treat the the wait staff how do they treat whoever you know just keep an eye out for those things um if it's a professional relationship don't get tied up with the person emotionally set boundaries just do your job and again try to get away from the person get uh get another job or because these people never like they're bread and butter if you went to them and said look you're doing this and it's making me unhappy. They love it. That's the whole point. 
right there. Oh, love it. Yeah. So, um, so listening to this podcast, you just heard a lot of the watchword. John and I talk over each other. We don't listen to each other. Um, no, we don't wait to, for, for Matt to finish his thought. No. I've uh, got just, I'm plowing through to the next topic. Yeah. I could care less. We blame each other that uh, when the low ratings. So, um, yeah, just listen to this and you'll get a pretty good window into that NPD thing. Yeah, zero responsibility. Zero accountability. That's how you got to live. Zero. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back at you real soon. All right, thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build engage and entertain your audience reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com i would love to hear from you and that's it the end the sweet end until our next audio encounter